bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, Guangdong sees GDP up four percent in the first quarter amid investment and trade recovery, and China introduces policies to stabilize foreign trade. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Economic growth in South China's Guangdong province went up 4% in the first three months of 2023, putting the economic powerhouse on track to a good start and a fast economic recovery this year. Guangdong achieved a regional GDP of 3.02 trillion yuan in the first quarter, up 4% from a year ago, which contributed over 10% to total national GDP, according to the Provincial Statistics Bureau on Sunday. Major economic indicators stabilized and rebounded, with a rapid rebound in fixed assets investment and industrial output. Fixed assets investment accelerated by 7.4% in the first quarter, in which investment in high-tech manufacturing increased by 35.1% and that in advanced manufacturing by 30.5%. Added value of advanced manufacturing in the province increased by 1.1% year-on-year, accounting for 55% of the total industrial output. Mundum new energy equipment increased by 21.8%, intelligent manufacturing equipment by 9.5% and green household appliances by 7.5%. On top of the 16 million-plus market entities registered in Guangdong by the end of 2022, the province added another 711,300 in the latest quarter, which is the fastest growth in the past five years, showing stronger market confidence. Total retail sales of consumer goods in Guangdong reached 1.18 trillion yuan, up 5.1% than the same period last year, and 3.3 points higher than that in January to February. Sales in catering log a 31.4% jump. Residents continue to see income increasing, with per capita disposable income reaching 13,867 yuan in the quarter, up 2.4% in real term, while consumer inflation was mild at 1.4%. The economic data came in after the province saw a solid foreign trade recovery in the first quarter. Guangdong saw its foreign trade total 1.84 trillion yuan in the first quarter, local customs authorities said on Tuesday. In March, its foreign trade grew 25.7% year-on-year. China will introduce a series of policies to stabilize the scale of its foreign trade and improve its structure amid uncertain external demand, trade risk and other challenges, said the Minister of Commerce on Sunday. Vice Commerce Minister Wang Shouwen said China will extensively resume domestic offline exhibitions and promote the resumption of international passenger flights. He'll issue country-specific trade guidelines, help automakers establish and improve their international marketing and service systems, accelerate the revision of the catalogue of encouraged technologies and products for import, and improve foreign trade financing services for medium, small and micro-enterprises. To improve foreign trade structure, China will guide the transfer of processing trade to the central, western and northeastern regions and supporting the Greater Bay Area in developing digital trade. The ministry will formulate green and low-carbon standards for some foreign trade products, guide enterprises to make good use of cross-border e-commerce retail export-related tax policies and improve the efficiency of customs clearance, said Wang. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future 
Cooperation between Hong Kong and Guangdong will produce mutual gains in the development of the Greater Bay Area, Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee said on Sunday, pointing to the city's strength in basic research and as the regional aviation hub and the mainland province's mature production chains. Lee's comments came as he wrapped up his visit to the cities of Dongguan and Foshan on the third of his four-day Bay Area tour with his large delegation of officials and lawmakers. Lee signaled the city is ready to seek stronger links with the technology manufacturers in the province, as the SAR is likely to enter projects with tech giants including BYD and Huawei following the visit. The Hong Kong delegation first went to Shenzhen and then split into two groups to make separate stops in Dongguan and Foshan over the weekend. They are scheduled to end their trip together in Guangzhou on Monday. The second phase of the Canton Fair has opened after a successful Phase 1. Running from April 23rd to 27th, the second phase will feature daily consumer goods, home decorations and a variety of other items. It's also the first time that the second phase is allowing foreign companies to showcase their products. More than 24,000 offline booths are dotting the 18 exhibition areas, in addition to over 1.35 million products which are put on display online during the second phase. Moving on to some regional highlights. Suzhou, a city in China's Jiangsu province, will expand its initiatives of paying salaries to officials in Digital Yuan to more areas under its administration. State employees in Changshu will receive their salaries in Digital Yuan from May, as China's central bank digital currency makes inroads in daily use. Changshu is not the first Chinese city to issue Digital Yuan salaries. As early as June 2022, Taichang, another county-level city under Suzhou, started to pay public institution employees wages in digital yuan for the first time in the country, according to a local government report. Next on industry and company news, China's railway and aviation authorities vowed to increase passenger transport capacity in order to ensure the normal operation of the nation's transport network during the May Day holiday starting from April 29 to May 3rd. The national railway operator China State Railway Group said on Saturday that they plan to add over 1,500 trains during April 27 to May 4th, and the national daily operation number will reach about 10,500 during the holidays. As of Saturday afternoon, China Railway's online ticket booking platform has pre-sold 46.57 million train tickets for the holidays. And according to data from the Civil Aviation Administration of China, flight ticket booking volume during the May Day holidays has already crossed 6 million. The CAAC predicted that China's aviation sector will transport about 9 million passengers nationwide during the holidays. For the domestic market, multiple airline companies will operate a combined 65,000 flights equal to about 12 million seats which surpassed transport capacity supply in the same period in 2019. In addition, Chinese and foreign airline companies are estimated to operate 3,500 international flights. China's installed clean energy capacity registered robust growth in the first three months of the year, data from the National Energy Administration showed on Sunday. By the end of March, the installed capacity of wind power surged 11.7% year-on-year to approximately 380 million kilowatt. 
while that of solar power stood at about 430 million kilowatt, representing a yearly increase of 33.7%. The country's in-store power generation capacity totaled about 2.62 billion kilowatt, rising 9.1% year-on-year. In the first three months of 2023, the total investment of China's major power companies in solar energy nearly doubled from the previous year to 52.2 billion yuan, the data showed. The share prices of 60% of the Chinese central government and state-owned enterprises listed on the Shanghai Stock Exchange have advanced this year, and 40% of them outperformed the bourse's index. These stocks had climbed 7.8% on average this year as of yesterday, 0.9% point higher than the SSE Composite Index. Seven companies saw their stock prices more than doubled, with China Science Publishing and Media tripling. The country's big three telecom operators have seen an average increase of 43.7% in their stock price so far this year, while stocks of the three oil giants have soared 38.9% on average. Switching gears to financial news. The China Securities Regulatory Commission announced Sunday that it approved the registration of 34 corporate bond projects, the first of its kind. The projects were handed over by the National Development and Reform Commission, willing to raise funds totaling 54.2 billion yuan, which will be used to support infrastructure, housing, ecological protection, etc. Energy trading between China and Russia has been settled in both the yuan and the ruble. Russian Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Novak said in an interview with Russian media over the weekend, according to China's state broadcaster CCTV. Trades using the yuan, the ruble and the Turkish lira are increasing and becoming common, while deals using the US dollar or the euro are trending down, Novak said. Wrapping up a quick look at the stock markets. Chinese stocks fell on Monday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.8% and the Shenzhen component dropped 1.2%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index slid 0.6% to then below 20,000 points, and the Tech Index edged down 0.2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.